hello everybody and welcome to show hoppers lost season 5 episode 13 some like it hot i'm kurt joined by my former high school teacher the greatest podcaster in the history of podcasts a giant amongst ants the seer of series mr sal razzle freaking dazzle <laughs> well is that, i forgot about that line that's is that what's in the queue yeah, that's what's in the queue. Yep, that's just oh. queued up here. Well, Michelle, here we are. We're getting near the end of the season, and I'm sure, you know, you've heard of Mr. White, but have you heard of Mr. Gray? <laughs> <laughs> I did get a big kick out of the fact that his name was Gray in this. When that's <laughs> I, because I mean that's you know Walter yeah. White, Elliot, and Gretchen Schwartz, and they have Gray, Gray Matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is this is a big, this is a good one. But this is before Breaking Bad, right? No, 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 no. This episode what? released. This episode released. I checked this. The episode released in April fifteenth, two thousand nine. Breaking Bad released January twentieth, two thousand eight. Whoa! So Breaking Bad, the first episode of Breaking Bad had already come out over a year prior to this wow. episode dropping. So I tried to see if this was like a purposeful nod to Breaking Bad. Oh, I, I think could, it was. I couldn't the- find it. So I will say this was like a this was like a 20 second, like I Google searched it, didn't see anything on the front page left. I didn't like, I didn't go like sifting through anything or looking through the actual links. Yeah. But I yeah. I feel as though it's, you know, in a Absolutely. Like a nod you, don't, a, you don't name Hank Schrader or Mr. Gray. <laughs> without Schrader. <laughs> so that's do, his actor's name. Dean Norris, I know the name. But I, <laughs> like you don't take the uh, Dean Norris, the actor who plays Hank Schrader on Breaking Bad, that features Walter White, Elliot and Gretchen Schwartz and Gray Matter and give him the name Mr. Gray accidentally. <laughs> like that's an intentional name. Now who knows? Who knows? I uh, mean, I certainly don't. I do know. I do know that the Ewoks suck, dude. Ah, uh, so by, by the way, you were right in the last episode. You connect, you connected that to Star Wars. I was like, <laughs> the hot thing. You did connect it to Star Wars. Then you went, wait a second, Star Wars. <laughs> yes, very exciting. So that was, you know, that, that, that was great. But before before we get too much into it, Mister Sal, rating. Yeah, that time honored mm, tradition. The time honored tradition. The ratings. <laughs> Mr. Sal, it is yes. my duty to guess your rating. It's a score between 1 and 10 related to how you felt about the episode. It is your civic duty. My, that, that's a good way of putting it, my civic duty. I think, honestly, I, I think you loved every portion of this episode. Yeah, you liked the Miles storyline. You know, someone struggling kind of with this you already liked Miles' power, so you like that. Uh, flashback wise, you know, him after struggling with the knowledge of his power, we learn a lot about his power in this episode. And he's struggling with the knowledge of his father in the past, wanting to kind of know him, eventually seemingly to stop caring. But then he actually does know him, wants something to do with him, and then kind of has a soft spot for him. So I think, I think, you know, all, all of that you enjoyed. I think you liked Hurley, you liked the Star Wars Hoth stuff. Sawyer, Kate, I, I think you were into what was going on. Rogers and Kate, that was fine by you. Jack's inclusion, I think you'd like to see that he's a Teddy useful again. So he cleans a mean chalkboard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. So I, I think you gave this a ten. 
Okay. And I think that the 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 floor for you is a nine because Dean Norris is in it. I think that that alone was enough to to get you at on a nine regardless. And then the question is, do you go up to a ten? Uh I I do think that you like all the Hurley Miles Chang stuff. I do think you like the Kate, Jack, and Sawyer stuff. Um and I I think you like the flashbacks too. Yeah, I think you gave it a ten. You think I gave it a ten? I do. You're right, Mr. Sal. I did give it a ten. Oh, okay. Did not give it a ten. This is a tough one for me. I, How is it a tough one? Uh, <laughs> How is it a tough one? Uh, because I feel like if you take the Hurley Miles Chang story out of this, this is a very mediocre episode. Um, it was still pretty good. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not crazy about the flashbacks. Uh, they're, they're fine. They're fine. They're, I feel like they are. Even the ones with Mr. Gray? Uh, yeah, see, I I feel like I, I got too excited to see him. And when I really thought about what the scene was telling me, I was like, yeah, there's not really anything here, though. Like, and the same thing with Naomi. It's like, oh, it's Naomi. It's like, ah, okay, but not really anything here. It seems like uh, you're purpose- purposefully trying to make yourself give these lower ratings. I'm honestly, I was between an eight and a nine. No, <laughs> um, really. I, 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 there also is some really problematic science in this episode. <laughs> and Please just uh, what? Do share. Do share. Oh, okay, do. I'll share. And there are also some, um, I guess, prop inconsistencies that I noticed. Like Whoa. Jack, Jack erasing the chalkboard. It, he's, he's got like lightning hands. Uh, it's like the chalkboard is full they show roger for like one second and they show jack again and the chalkboard is empty so well, he was a surgeon i mean yeah okay um but that's that's picking nits like the, so the science stuff is this this is also picking nits this is a prop inconsistency that I, this this is only because i teach chemistry that i noticed this oh my goodness <laughs> They did but, chemistry different in the 1970s, Mr. Sal. Well, yeah. Well, this is the thing. There's a periodic table <laughs> that, on the on the wall in the classroom, and it's got it shows the elements 114 and 116, which weren't discovered until 1998 and 2000, respectively. <laughs> so, you're, you're ridiculous. You know that. But you're, I'm you're, just. You're, <laughs> you're, 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 you're a piece of work. I just want but, you to know that. But that's true. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Problem for you, maybe. Okay, the bigger problem, though, is... I'm sorry sorry that that ruined the substance of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't ruin the substance. Maybe Dharma knew them. Sorry. Oh, yeah, but this kind of did, though. I'm trying to explain it to myself and talk myself out of it, but, like, the filling, there is nothing magnetic in fillings, in tooth fillings. But what about 1977? Well, the, I mean, they don't really use those metallic fillings anymore, I don't think. Uh, so if, the, if, if ever there was a time to have a, met, a metallic filling, it would have been 1977. But even then, they, they believe it or not, I, you, you're not going to believe this. You know what the primary ingredient in dental amalgam is? Which is the, the, what they call the, the metallic fillings? Silver. And actually, I actually have several of these. I have no, several of these Most dental amalgam fillings. It's mercury. Huh? It's 50% mercury. 
So why why are you allowed to pump mercury in your amalgam? Of your I family? know it's ridiculous, right? But is, but it, mer- is it safe? Uh, I it's solid mercury. Like oh, it's so it's mixed with other things, right? Yeah, which yeah. which makes it solid, not liquid. So I, I mean, I guess you're probably not ingesting much of it, and even if you did, it probably would pass through your system because it's a solid and attached to other stuff. So that's probably how they get away with it. But that's why I say I don't think they really do this anymore. But it's it's mostly it's, it's half mercury. Then there's some silver in there and a couple other metals. But none of them are magnetic and none of them are attracted to magnets either. So, oh, <laughs> so how does this filling come out of this guy's mouth and through his brain? Well, maybe in the 1970s they were using iron or nickel. Um... No, the, no they, but they weren't. Because <laughs> dental amalgam has been... I, I'm here. I'll, I'll look up when I'm dental amalgam. Right okay, so, <laughs> but I'm sure yeah, that that in 1977 it would have been that dental amalgam, like half mercury, that's some silver, some. I think I think it's nickel, maybe. Um, what if, what if these metals, perhaps gold or silver, or tin, etc., mm-hmm. are actually magnetic? They're just so little magnetism in them that you really need a strong magnet, perhaps one the strength of the swan, to be able to yank them so hard. Or I don't. But it, it does. That's not the way magnetism works, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So that that was a, a sticking point for me. I, I I will tell you though. Like, the wait, Hurley, wait, wait, What if ahead. he had? What if he just had like an iron tooth or something? Like a full, not even a filling, just a full. Tooth. Why would he have an iron tooth? A nickel t- because he he like it looked nice. Is there nickel and and dental amalgam? I didn't think there was. No, there is. I, I, I I think I may have said nickel, but that nickel actually nickel's would be magnetic. magnetic. Yeah, nickel's yeah. magnetic. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I think I said that there was nickel. I don't know why I said that. There's no nickel. Oh, maybe there is nickel. No, there's not. It's <laughs> it, you just looked it up, didn't you? I did. Uh, there's not I, nickel. <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway, um, yeah, I I don't know. The, the you could probably have convinced me because electromagnetic radiation, like these these would be. You know, these are all conductors of electricity. So like it could have been something with electricity, but not magnetism. Sorry. So I don't know. Well, anyway. What, what, what are, yeah. Yeah. I could, yeah what saved this stuff. episode for me was the Hurley Miles Chang stuff. Like, uh, or Pierre, I guess. Like the, the three of them in the van, you know, the end of the episode, like all that stuff saved the episode. Actually, just even Hurley and Miles in the van. Um, that all kind of held this episode together for me i was kind of lukewarm on the kate roger jack stuff um so your story stuff was relatively interesting that was okay get not the a, rope not, not, get the rope yeah exactly <laughs> so anyway that that's where i kind of land on this episode um i i ended up giving it a nine uh but okay i, I was kind of rocking back and forth between an eight and a nine Hmm. But you loved it. I did love it. Well, not, but now you're making me question it. I don't care if the filling's not the right. I didn't know that fact. <laughs> and who cares about the periodic table? <laughs> These are two things near and dear to my heart because I'm a chemistry teacher and I have a lot of fillings. <laughs> <laughs> really go with it. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I. 
Yeah, I, I loved this episode. I I I liked every I liked every aspect of it. I liked the flashbacks. The the Mr. Gray stuff. I didn't really like the first scene of Mr. Gray. I didn't really care for, but it's the second um, scene is what makes the first scene really good to me. I don't know. I, I like that. I, I mean, it's a nice sentiment, but yeah. it doesn't like, I don't know. You know well, I, like I, I, I like that sentiment. It is. It's, it's, it's not a great sentiment. I didn't to say. I thought I thought I was going to say a more selfish reason as to why he's giving the money back. And it probably still kind of is. Like, there's some guilt to it, but yeah. <laughs> See, I, I read that as I just got $1.2 million. I don't need your piddly $300 here. Now yeah, I want to tell, like, tell you what I was thinking when I took your $300. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's worth, <laughs> worth more to me than the $300. <laughs> Whichever way it goes. Listen, I like that. See, I, 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 I don't dislike any real aspect of the story in this episode. So, Hey, you know what I do like about this episode? That I, actually, I really like it. Is is we get explanation for the three point two million dollars? You do, yes, you do get the three point two million because they're giving him one point six million. Yep, I like that a lot. Actually, that's really good. And then we see him again. Also, ask for three point two in the episode. Yes, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, so I mean, when she says one point six million, I was like, oh, that's where three point two comes from. He wants double to to betray these people who hired him. But then they this opposing team apparently. Off, or he he requests exactly that double mm-hmm. same thing that he requested of Ben. So you got you got you got to respect that. Yeah, he's got he's got, he's got a solid number to betray. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is, not, I, it reminded me a lot of me actually. Yeah, it does remind me of you. <laughs> <laughs> for for reference, folks, when my students ask how, uh, if they can bribe me into giving them a specific grade, uh, I say it'll cost you three million dollars. And they say what it's ridiculous three million dollars i say well i assume that if i do this my career is over and i'll never work in teaching again so i want to make sure that i'm financially set for life and i don't have to work again after this i think you've got a little wiggle room okay i think there's some wiggle room in there really we'll see yeah we'll see we'll see wow okay. <laughs> well, i i i i like the episode way more than you do i used to give it a nine but a low nine at that I, I mostly gave it a nine because of my favorite scene. Okay. Speaking of which, want to discuss mm, favorite scenes? I would love to. Okay. I think. Jeez. Oh, I can cross us. I, I have a few right now. I can cross that one off. <laughs> like that stuff, so, yeah. so I think your favorite scene, <laughs> the one I'm crossing off, was Miles visits Mr. Gray for the second time. That one I don't think. Uh, okay. I don't it's safe to say I don't think that one's any of your favorite scenes. I think your favorite scene is Miles watching his loving father from a distance. Okay, and I think that your favorite scene is Miles visiting Mr. Gray for the second time. <laughs> no, no dice. Oh, all right, good for you. <laughs> Did I get you right? Uh, yes. I, I mean, I guess you're not gonna let me count it. But I went from Hurley equating Miles to Luke to Miles watching in the window. I I feel like that's all one scene, but that's fine if you want to do that. Yeah, because mine is the immediate scene before that, which is Miles and Hurley returning from the Swan in the van, mm-hmm. and um, you know, Miles finally telling Hurley and then checking Hurley's diary. Yeah, 
Probably. Oh, okay. So, and then my favorite scene picks up right after that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, if I, you know, I could count the Hurley parallel. I would. I would. Yeah, I would. I would count that. Yeah. Then, I mean, then, then, I, then oh, we we have the same favorite scene. Then, basically, yeah. Was, <laughs> okay. I, I, you like the part right before we have this overlap in the middle, and you like the previous part, and I like the subsequent part. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I really did want to see that, but I do like that that card a lot. I mean, that's probably my second favorite. Is, is Miles watching his loving father? I yeah, yeah. It's, it's also because it's Miles showing emotion. It's Miles showing emotion, which is great, but it's also Miles kind of having to reevaluate everything he thinks to be true about his father. Mm-hmm. You know, because he can he can see his father. And actually, it, interesting. We started this season with Miles and Doctor Chang, in, in the sense that we saw them in the like we saw Daniel Faraday and stuff. Do you mean that way? That. Right before that, though, but the very first thing we saw was the uh, was the baby crying or the alarm going off. I think it was the baby crying. Oh, and, you're and right. And Shang right. gets up and get, feeds, you know, yes. plays the plays the record and gets him a bottle. And yep, 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 yep. Like that's the very first thing we saw in the season. Yes. So that that's pretty cool, actually. I I, I do love that about it. really everything about Miles Chang and, and then Hurley blended in there. I love that stuff about this episode. Um, yeah, so so that that's cool. You know, he's watching his father being a loving father, really trying. It seems like trying with his son, and you know, or has to kind of reevaluate this relationship that he didn't have with his father. You know, especially I, I imagine knowing that his father was part of the Dharma Initiative and probably wiped out in the genocide that. <laughs> <laughs> you like that you like that uh, uh, whatever it's, it's uh, each be their own the purge the genocide whatever whatever you want to call it uh you know i think i think he's got to give some leeway here right that that there's things that he just didn't know about his father that, that maybe his mother didn't tell we do know his mother got off the island somehow mm-hmm. with him so yeah you know, we also know that he was he was born here as well just like Charlotte. So there, there's this connective tissue between Charlotte and Miles that we never knew about. Yes, yes. But we, we don't know where he gets his powers from. We do not know that. Exactly. Probably from Walt would be my guess. Wow. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> or Hurley. Maybe Hurley. Yeah, yeah Hurley, Hurley yeah. is the better version. Yeah, Hurley's got the same powers. He's just buffed, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're just jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Hurley's certainly the, the comedic relief here in this episode. I mean, there's, yeah, there's so first, many comedic Well, things. yes, and, and but also, like, that he parallel do, that he draws yes, to, to Luke Skywalker, yeah. I, yeah. I thought it was fantastic. It was. No, it was. It was. It was a good parallel. The only thing I didn't like about that parallel is I actually do like Return of the Jedi. So <laughs> I know it's an unpopular opinion. A lot of people don't like Return which, of the which, Jedi. Uh, which number one is that? Is that the sixth one? It's six, yeah. Six. So okay, it's yeah. The, the last of the last original of- trilogy. So Hurley's point is if Luke and his father just talk it out, Mm-hmm. then we don't have to see a second Death no, Star. Right? Yeah, no need so, for the Ewoks. And no, no, we don't need to have the Ewoks, right? Yeah. And, and a lot of people hate the Ewoks. I'm a big Muppet fan, so I love the Ewoks, but, you know. <laughs> to each be their own, as you would say, Kurt. Yes, to each be their own. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Hurley is still, like, comical oh, beforehand, though. He's, he's yeah. so funny. I mean, another Hurley secret? Emily gives it up to Dr. Chang. <laughs> uh, constantly asking him stuff, uh, like asking Miles stuff. Him trying to shoe hammer 
himself, Miles, and Dr. Chang to have a beer sometime. <laughs> I love it. That was great. That was great. Love, was love great. your use of the shoe hammer, too. Good job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. It's it's great stuff. I really, every bit of Hurley Miles and Chang is why I give this a nine and not a lower grade. And maybe you even you 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 skirted the idea of giving it a ten. I did. Yeah. Hey, if the whole episode oh. was just Miles, Chang, and Hurley, uh, I probably would have given it a ten. All right. So you heard that? You heard that here, folks? He thought he was close to giving it a ten. Hey, look. If you want me to break it down. 10 out of 10 for that stuff. Uh, Kate Sawyer, Jack, Roger, uh, maybe an 8 out of 10. And the flashbacks, maybe an 8 out of 10. Okay. So you almost give the whole episode a 10 out of 10. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is the biggest part of the episode. It's so. the biggest part, but yeah. I mean, that's why I guess here go the 9. But. Mm-hmm. For nothing. Well, Mr. Sal. Yes. Are you now ready to enter the recap? Yes. Ooh, jazzy. Yeah, you gotta love the recap. Well, Mr. Sal, I'm gonna follow it chronologically as the episode does. So we start off mm-hmm. flashback-wise, Miles' mom's trying to rent a new place. And meanwhile, young Miles running around, hears a dead person, uncovers the body, the person, uh, Mr. Vonner, has died in his room alone, but Miles can still hear him. Mm. How ominous, Mr. Sal. Gross. This is, is this the first time we really see Miles vocalize his powers, like, to this extent? Like, does he ever tell anyone, like, oh, yeah, I can hear the dead? I mean, I, We've I think We've seen it's, him do it. We've seen him do it. Like, I think it's implied. He's got an advertisement. Yeah. Like, your advertisement says you could contact anybody anywhere right so i i guess it's implied but we probably don't see him express it necessarily maybe see him verbally express like how it works kind of and he's saying he can hear them right right and they're saying he's covering his ears because they keep talking so we uh we get back to the present time sawyer calls miles tells him to cut clear the videotapes that way you know sawyer and kate aren't seen handing over young Ben, so he'll mm-hmm. be up to that, and Kate's going to go back home, and Sawyer's going to cover up for missing Ben. Yep. Miles is trying to delete the footage, but Horace rolls in, and since Sawyer's missing, Miles is going to have to enter the Circle of Trust and bring this mystery bag to Rosinski and deliver back whatever he gives. Yep. He's going into hostile territory, so he goes. <laughs> it's hysterical that the mystery bag is literally just a Body bag. It's just a body bag. <laughs> it goes through, yeah. It's so ridiculous. It's like, here, take this. This is very top secret stuff. It's just a bag. It's literally just a bag. It's a journey that's top secret. That's a journey that's top secret. And yeah, he goes there. Rosinski gives him a body. Uh, doesn't really tell him what's going on, despite yeah. Miles being real curious as to what occurred. Mm-hmm. And once they leave, Miles decides to hear the story for himself. So he, you know, so there you go. Another flashback, Mr. Sal. How do you feel about this de-aging of this young Miles? Ah, oh, this is probably the most jarring de-aging, or like de-aging, but also maybe the most effective de-aging. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say he looks so like it's it's such a sharp turn from because you know he's way younger. 
now I don't know exactly how old he is, but he, he does seem younger, but he just looks so much like they it's the same actor, but they've just gone mm. all out to make him look as different as possible. Like not just a different hair, but he's got like piercings and his clothing he's wearing and mm-hmm. yeah, everything about him. I, I don't know. I thought it was very noteworthy. So yeah, for sure. It's it's a completely different look. Uh but it also does make him look a lot younger without like any <laughs> proceeding or receding hairline work that they frequently do that drives me crazy. <laughs> so he visits his mother who's on her deathbed. Uh, Miles just wants a few answers, mainly regarding his powers and anything about his father. But his mm-hmm. mom refuses to say anything about the father. You know, he never cared about them. He kept them out and he's been dead for a long time, buried in a place you can never go, Miles. Until you do, until you eventually do. <laughs> we, we, we I, I forgot that part, but yeah, she does say that. Until you do, yes, my bad. So, I, so here's here's a strange. It's a, just like I, I always was concerned. Why does adult Ben not recognize Saeed? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, why does Miles' mother not recognize him as Miles, the security guy? I mean, look how different he looks. <laughs> I mean. It's different hair and some piercings, but it's clearly still the same guy. But also, I I doubt that she knows Miles, the security guy, very well. Like, imagine right now if, like, a security guy you tacitly saw ends up being the son you never saw turned to third. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I don't think you would ever... I don't don't think it's illogical for (laughs) his mother to never connect the dots. Like, you know what I, mean? I don't know i guess i guess that's the argument that's that would be made is that she didn't really know miles the security guy but i seems like a pretty small group that's a pretty tight-knit they all know each other but <laughs> yeah they're all running the same circles that's that's why dr chang and miles are bffs according to hurley <sighs> no i don't think they run in the same circles i and i because if dr chang and miles don't run in the same circles i mean I don't think it's it's outlandish to say Dr. Chang's wife also doesn't run in the same circles as Miles. I, 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 I suppose. Just don't think, I just don't think they're... Sure does seem like his wife's there at the barracks a lot more than he is, though. I mean, Miles does point out third day his mother was in line for food. It's true. It's mm-hmm. true. But again, I, I, you know, I, I think he's purposely kept away. And I don't That think could that's... be. The, okay. The, I, I'll buy that, that he's purposely avoiding her. Yeah. So, in either case, uh, Miles returns with the corpse, the horse. Now... He's got to bring it to Dr. Chang and he tries to wriggle out of it, but doesn't work. So time for him to take the van. Oh, wait, Hurley is taking the van now. So it looks like they're going to have to share and prevent global warming together. <laughs> Carpooling. Carpooling. Oh, boy. Ridiculous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Was this when CFCs were still legal? Like the 1977? Oh, I'm sure they were. Yeah. Wasn't it? Is it the Nixon administration? That made? I don't know. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember when they were made illegal. So well, to... this is after the Nixon administration, though. So, if you think the Nixon administration illegalized them, then they would have they would have been illegalized. Okay. But this okay. is also not the United States. So, yeah, yeah, that's also true. And and also, even if they did illegalize them, that ozone layer is still mighty big hole in there. <laughs> There's a there's a mighty hole right now. Yes. Yes, so, indeed. In, in either case, we cut back to Kate and Julia 
Uh, Kate brings Juliet up to speed as to what's occurred, and Rogers rushes in with supplies, but he panics when he learns Ben has gone missing. Juliet, Oscar, this performance here of playing off that Ben is missing and getting Rogers to go to security, I mean, works works like a charm. Mm, yes. See, I, I like this fact that Rogers says he's going to security. We see nothing yeah. on it until Phil way later. Now, they don't show us, like, him and Phil or whatever goes on past that. Well, I, I mean, you, do you think he ends up going to security? I do. You well, think I, that's, I, that's how Phil found the tape? Yeah. Why else is he looking? Why is he also looking? Because there was a, an ejected tape. Oh, yeah, that's true. As well. <laughs> that's true as well. Miles had pushed eject. It was hanging out there. That is true. That is true. But he did put the ejected tape. <laughs> I, see, I think Jack got to Roger and he's not saying anything. But. Well, I think that's a different thing because I think he goes to security now, then he's in the swing set later, then Kate's talking to him, and now he's getting suspicious. Of, like I, These are two separate instances, I think. Okay. There's security over this. Do right? you have. Ben's missing. Do you have a problem with Roger's concern for Ben? No. Okay. What, what, what do you mean by that? Like, do you think I'm, he doesn't have the right to be concerned? Like, he's been a bad father? No, I'm not. I don't want to take away his right to be concerned. He's, he feels the way he feels. I, I'm just wondering if it's consistent with his character to feel this way. Oh, I think it's fine. I mean, I think even if you're, you know, I, I, I would gander most even abusive parents wouldn't want to lose their children. Probably not. But I, so, I also don't know if I'd label Roger as abusive, but... I mean, well, if you say worst case, if you say worst case, he is yeah. abusive, right? I would yeah. say most abusive parents wouldn't want to lose their kids. Yeah, you're probably right, but I mean, I I don't know. It, it's like we see before, and we see after, because we have seen the after, and I want to make sure that that's you know that, that we don't forget this. Like everything that we saw of Roger before, I got to stop using before and after. Everything that we saw of Roger in Ben's flashbacks, right before the benicide, right. That was all Roger having already gone through losing Ben. And it, it seems like it's no different than it was before the gun, before Saeed shot him. Like Roger pre. Wait, I. No. Some of that's, I think, wrong, though. Because well, okay. when we see the Ben flashbacks, like, for example, when he, when he meets Richard Elpert, that's mm-hmm. pre him getting shot. Yeah, but I'm not talking about. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because that, like, that's why he frees Saeed and stuff. So, I mean, we do see like older Ben. I think eventually oh, we do. That's, well, that's that's that, post that, Rogers. Right. But, so that's that's post gunshot. Post right? gunshot. Yeah, post gunshot. Rogers. So I guess. But I, I, but I think I, most of that flashback is pre gunshot Rogers. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I, I I guess you're right. But we definitely do get some grown ben in those flashbacks we do we do we do and it doesn't seem like roger feels any differently about ben when he's grown than he does when he was kid Mm pre-gunshot so i don't know i i don't know if i'm i'm struggling with that well i i think it's just roger's personality because for example when he goes uh to do his rounds and sees that jack is trying to pick up his rounds in Mm -hmm. good faith he mm-hmm. kicks he kicks Jack's mop bucket, tells him to get lost. Right. So he's also drunk. He's also drunk. But he's yeah. almost always Yeah, he's almost always drunk. Yeah. <laughs> so I 
I think it's just the way he kind of is, like his personality. Okay, yeah, then you might be right. You might be right. I just, I, I feel like he's not changed at all by losing his son. So why was he so concerned when he lost his son? I don't know. And the, the, it may just be that I'm not giving him enough, uh, I don't know, credit. Yeah. You should give him more credit, Mr. Sal. All right. Credit dispersed. All right. Thank you. Miles and Hurley are driving in the van. Uh, Hurley's writing something secretive, um, but he realize, he notes that there's a stench. So he's concerned it could be one of his sandwiches. So they've got to pull over, and he discovers the body. But it'll be all right. He can keep a secret. Um, Miles tells how the person died of a filling in his tooth. Probably had a little bit of nickel or iron in it. No. Right up through his head. Or probably the uh, dentist when they were forging the metal. Because back in this time, I'm sure every dentist had to forge their own um, <laughs> dental fillings. Oh, boy. And... And it went right through his head. So that's that, that, that's what Miles uh, surmises because he can hear the dead. And that's similar to Hurley, who could talk to the dead. So mm-hmm. well, wonderful. You know, and play chess. And play chess with the dead. You can see the dead. Yes. We have flashback. Miles is helping Mr. Gray, Dean Norris. Yay. Uh, and basically, he just wants to know if his cremated son... Um, knew that he loved him. Miles comments that he needs a body, but Mr. Gray insists upon his ad that, you know, he continues without said body. So Miles mm-hmm. needs a little bit more money to make his magic work, gets the money, and then basically tells him what he wants to hear. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So this, I don't know if you got this vibe as well, but I got major leftover vibes here. Yes. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> this is This is definitely leftover vibes. So. Fair, yeah. fair, fair. Yeah. Mostly, will it be season three? Uh, season, yes, season three. Yes. Well, I, I mean, there's something season two, but season three is yeah when the when the duo. Yeah, see, season the duo two gets is the on it. season two is the OG Palmer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Season, season the, three is the the dynamic duo. Yes. <laughs> so. I'm impressed you remember this, but yeah, this, it's almost exactly a page right out of this episode. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if some inspiration. But... Well, I'm sure. I mean, they're both Lindelof. I mean, they are, they are. Lindelof was involved in this scene before he was involved in that scene with in, the leftovers. Yeah, leftovers, so. yeah. Okay. yeah. Another flashback scene after leaving Mr. Gray, Naomi confronts Miles and basically says her employer uh, would like to hire him. So let's, let's go to this restaurant, seemingly for food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> seemingly being the key word. That, there's, it's definitely a little misleading. I'd be so angry. Me too. Like, it's a dead body here. This isn't food. I thought for sure there would be like apps. <laughs> I thought there'd be crab here. Crab? There's only man. <laughs> oh, gross. Okay. Right. Moving on. Rogers is drinking on the swing set, and uh, Kate comes by to try and cheer him up. She repeatedly says that she thinks that Ben will be okay. And it's enough so that Roger starts to get a bit suspicious that, you know, you said it a bit too much here, Kate. Mm-hmm. What do you know? You know something. And Kate kind of gets defensive and Rogers tells her to get lost and is pretty suspicious of Kate now. And we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll hear more on that later. Miles and Hurley, meanwhile, uh, are, uh, you know, uh, is, are, they're driving and talking about, you know, the powers 
and Miles doesn't really understand how Hurley's powers works, and mm-hmm. you know, that's that's just not how it works. And, and this is Miles' literal explanation of how his powers work. He can ba- he can hear what they were thinking when they died and how they died. That's that's what he mm-hmm. can basically surmise. Not not as good as Hurley's great powers. Right, not a conversation in real time. We're talking about yeah. memories, memories, simply memories, because the brain is not active, as Miles puts it. So they arrive uh, to the orchid. Hurley slips the fact immediately that he knows the secret of the Dr. Chang, and he's threatened with the whole Hydra Island, you know, wing, polar bear, <laughs> turds, if he slips off. <laughs> I feel like how Dr. Chang eventually goes, and remember, Hurley, polar bear turd. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got a polar bear poop. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love, I, love, I actually love Dr. Chang. <laughs> he's great. Like, I, well, let's have more of him. I like, I, lo- I love his, like, the act, though. He's, you know, presents mm-hmm. himself. So anyway, Dr. Chang, uh, he's, he's had a go a bit with his body. So Hurley points out the fact he doesn't like Dr. Chang, and Miles points out the fact that it, it you know, that's his father. Yes. Flash. Which, by the way, I just want to go on the record as saying, not that this does any good, but I did peg Dr. Chang as Miles' father uh, when hmm, oh, back when Horace tells Miles to bring the body to Dr. Chang. Because the the flashback right before that was Miles asking about his father and his mother saying, "Oh, you'll never find his, you'll never find where he's buried." Yeah, that's fine. I, I think I'm going to say that you pegged him to be his father like like a season ago. I was like, Wait, "No, what? no, no, <laughs> you no. got you got it." No, that <laughs> would have been racist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it would have been <laughs> no, but when, once I think he was looking for his father, and his father was someplace where he'd never find him. Yeah. The, no, the, the, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a huge hit. Yeah. yeah. And then the very next scene, Horace is telling him to bring him, bring this to Doctor Chang. I was like, oh, that's his dad. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we get the flashback with Naomi bringing Miles to the body in the back of the restaurant. He's hesitant to listen, I guess the best way to put it, to the uh, deceased man. But Mm -hmm. after she greases his palms, so to speak, (laughs) he's in. Yes. 1.6 million, I'll do that to somebody. (laughs) No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. She she gave him like some actual money for for, for, like like a grand or two. I don't know how much. This is is in the 1.6 yet. Okay. But, but anyway, anyway, yeah, he says some stuff about the guy. His name's Felix. He was delivering something to Winmore. A bunch of pictures, photos of empty mm-hmm. graves, purchase order for an empty plane. He passes the test. And Naomi wants Miles' help to hunt down a gentleman, Ben, on an uh-huh. island. His power can be used to help track him down. Her employer's mm-hmm. offering $1.6 million. That, uh, that, that, that'd, be, that'd probably get me on board, too. You think so? I don't know if yeah. I'd want to go to that. Eh, maybe, maybe. One point six million. Yeah, but I don't know if I. I don't, I'm not a big flyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's what stops me. No, I, 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 I'd just be really sussed out. Like basically, I don't want to get like blood money, like that I can't mm-hmm. use. That's that's fair you point. Mean? I you know yep. I'm no I'm no Saul Goodman or you know, with the, <laughs> or you know I don't I don't have my own car wash and stuff like yeah you, you, need, you, need a, you need a marty bird working for you yeah yeah exactly you need a marty bird so back to the present time miles doesn't want to talk about this fact uh to hurley the fact that dr chang is his father 
Beverly keeps going on about, you know, why not try and save your dad? Why not try to connect with their dad? So on and so forth. But, you know, Miles sees no point. It doesn't matter what's going to happen. He's going to die no matter what. He can't stop anything from what's going to occur. True. We see Rogers coming in to do his rounds of cleaning. Jack figured he to cover for him. What? Look how fast he can clean. Does it right, right quick. Cleans that board. Look at the split. No problem. Seriously. <laughs> you got to watch it again. It's, it's comical. Okay, <laughs> I will. Um, and right, you know, Roger just wants to work it, get get his mind off of it, and he asks Jack what he knows about Kate, and kind of you know tells his suspicions, and that he might go to Horace about it. And Jack kind of shuts this down a bit, you know, calls Kate a friend, tells him he's drank too much, and that he's, he's starting to think of some some crazy ideas. So it, yeah, it appears this, to stop him. This is something in between Jack talking Roger down. And Jack threatening Roger. Threatening him, yeah, <laughs> somewhere in between. Yeah, but anyway, I, I, I do think he already went to security about Ben missing because someone had to go about Ben missing. Well, I don't he know about goes that. missing and no one go, no one says anything about it. He, why wouldn't he go to security about Ben missing? You, you think his son goes missing? He doesn't go to security, and he's been sitting on it all day. No, he clearly went to security already. I think it'd be ridiculous if he didn't. Okay, right. Am I wrong? I, I I guess you're right. I just never. I didn't feel like it was implied anywhere that he had gone to security. Wait, he says I'm going to security when he storms out of the. Uh, he says I'm going to security when he storms out from a uh, Juliet and Kate. But he doesn't. Well, I mean, he, he does. We, he does. We you you think it. he does? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't have any of our characters in security because Lafleur's or Sawyer's not there. Miles is not Miles there. Not there. Right. This is at least Phil. Phil. And Phil eventually comes with the tape. No, obviously, I think you are right. He might have just seen the tape was out. But I think what causes him to go looking around for that type of stuff is him ask him saying, "Yeah, Ben's a uh, Ben's missing." Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sold. But even if even if he would have found it, no matter what, I think he goes to security. I just I, I just don't see a parent not going to security. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, would you, uh, if, if one of your children went missing, would you, would you go to security? I as, would definitely, yeah. As a parent? Congratulations, absolutely. by as, the way. Yeah, okay. thank you very much. Yes, yeah. yes. as a parent, I would go to security. <laughs> I totally agree. Wonderful. Um, back to Miles. Uh, Miles, Dr. Chang, Hurley are all driving back from the Orchid, which is classified. And we learn that Dr. Chang has a three-month-old named Miles. Uh, <laughs> no relation. How, no relation. Whatever. Uh, how, how unique? Because Miles' name is Miles. Uh, Hurley thinks they should all hang out sometime, grab a beer, but you know they don't. Uh, they don't hang out in the same circles. And uh, Doctor Chang has Miles promptly stop. He opens up a hidden gate and they enter a work site. Doctor Chang won't be needing to ride back. While they're here together, Miles and Hurley, Hurley notices a hatch. Mm. They're putting some serial numbers on. And it's the numbers. They're building their hatch. The swan that crashed their plane, Mr. Sal. You know, so this is like, this is very nitpicky as well, but. You son of a gun. If it's it's a serial number. Why is it not come on it? Why is he he reading it? Yeah, first of all, why is it not on it? Because it's 1977. Fine. (laughs) Why is he reading the numbers this way? For a. For a fourteen, like why isn't it four eight one four or forty eight fourteen? It's beyond our realm of knowledge. It's beyond yeah. the scope of this podcast, Mister Sal. The knowledge, 
required to understand why the serial number was made the way it was. Who knows? Uh, it's not. It's not the the reason that it's. That I'm not questioning why it was made the way it was. I'm questioning why this guy who's reading the numbers off to the stamper is inconsistently reading them as single digits or double digits. Perhaps it's beyond the scope of this course of the podcast, Mr. Sal, yeah, to know yeah. why the person read it the way they did. Beyond yeah. our realm of understanding and knowledge. Mm-hmm. Correct. I actually have the written explanation right in front of me, but I'm too stupid to understand it. Wow. So I can't tell you it either. It's like I can't comprehend it. So. Remarkable. Sorry. But there is an explanation. Oh. Neither of us can understand it. Okay. Fantastic. Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, no problem. I think it's an explanation. I can't really read it. I'm just assuming it is. <laughs> Fantastic. It could also be just another language. Anyway. Perhaps Egyptian. <laughs> Perhaps Egyptian. I do not read Egyptian. I don't read a lot of languages. Me, me saying I don't read Egyptian, I feel like kind of implies the fact that I might read a lot of languages. <laughs> I do not. Uh, Egyptian is is uh, what was written on the board. They were studying Egyptian. Oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Well, anyway. Another flashback for Miles. He's grabbing a bite and he gets abducted by Bram and his crew. Now, I was going to ask if you recognize who Bram was. Bram does make it handy by asking the question, you know, hey, don't <laughs> yeah. work for Widmore. Do you know what lies in the shadow of the statue? Yeah. He doesn't know the answer, so he probably shouldn't go to the island. So presumably, if he's not working for Widmore and he's this invested in it, he's working for Ben, which would imply that Alana and Bram on the island were working for Ben, and Ben's right there. Unless they're working for a third party, Mr. Sal. A third? I don't want a third party. The others. Oh others. my god. The new the o- others. The other others. <laughs> no, I don't want that. <laughs> oh, let's hope not. Well, they try to offer, you know, Bram tries to offer Miles to join them. He'll learn the answers he wants, like his father and his powers. Miles doesn't care about that stuff. He wants cash, money, money. Double. 3.2 millo. Who can blame him? Yeah, who can? 3.2 millo. But no deal. No dice. And they chuck him because they're the winning team. And you got to respect the honor of that. They, they they don't, like, attack him or hurt him. Or, they just, they just, just let him go. Yeah. Maybe foolish. Maybe foolish. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if it comes back to bite him, so, honorable, honorable. Okay. Miles and Hurley they're driving back from the Swan. Miles thinks it's awesome, or sorry, Hurley thinks it's awesome that Miles got to hang out uh, with his own dad, so on and so forth. But Miles stops the van and wants to get this through Hurley's thick skull, right? This nimwit, yeah, this, nimwit, this granite wit. head. Miles, Miles has so many names for Hurley. <laughs> he, la- last episode or the episode before, whatever, recently. Call them uh, they're like ding, uh, dingbat. Yeah, now, dingbat. Now it's dimwit and nitwit. And this calls him granite. You know, oh, the head. Call, he, when he takes his diary, so yeah. he calls. This, he relates his head to granite in some way. But anyway, Miles specifies the fact he doesn't want to get to know his dad. He never knew him until now. No pain. His father died, Doctor Chang, and he never cared about him. And he can't change the fact that he's going to die. So, mm-hmm. you know what? Screw you, Hurley. I'm going to read your diary. And he reads it to learn the fact that Hurley is writing Empire Strikes Back. That's the (laughs) fifth episode of Star Wars. That's the second one to release of the original Mm -hmm. trilogy. Star Wars has just come out in 1977, A New Hope. So Hurley is writing the sequel for George Lucas since he's seen it like 200 times. Maybe making a few changes he likes, but there you go. (laughs) 
I wonder what those changes are. I really it's, want to know. I mean, it's probably Vader and Luke talking it out, trying to prevent the the third movie's I mean, second Death Star and the Ewoks. That really changes the trajectory of the entire series, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it really does. So. Um, but I, who knows? But there's Snyder cut. There's other you know cuts. Like, well, can we get the early cut? The early <laughs> cut. Yeah. Early cut. Uh, I love it. Anyway. Sawyer returns home to Julia and Jack. Uh, Jack breaks the news with regards to Roger suspecting Kate. And great. You filled in Sawyer. Good for you. While Sawyer's stepping out, Phil has some developments for him. Uh, he knows who took the kid. It's you, Sawyer. So he'll allow Sawyer to explain it. He'll come inside. He'll look. So he'll give Sawyer the benefit of the doubt. He's known him for a good three years. And then gets a clobbering over the head. And <laughs> they'll need rope. So we'll have to see where that goes. Uh, how do you feel about that now? So, uh, do, do you like this that Phil's been done in by um, the boss? Yeah, I mean, I like the, I like this stuff. This the the Sawyer stuff is pretty cool. Yeah, this is this is putting their life in jeopardy here. <laughs> yes, so, it is. Final flashback: Miles comes to see Mister Gray again before he leaves for the island. He he gives him a refund. Tells him that he lied and that he doesn't know what his son said. And I, I you, I, you gotta love this part of it, right? When, when Mr. Gray asks, why not just let him believe the lie? Well, that wouldn't have been fair to your son. You should have told him you loved him when he was alive if you really wanted to. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the concept a that's, lot. It's a good I lesson. do, I do wonder if there's any sincerity behind it, but doesn't matter, Mr. Sal. The lesson is a lesson. All right. We cut to our favorite scenes kind of conjoined. Yep. Miles and Hurley, they're returning the van. And Hurley explains that uh, that he also, you know, had a bad relationship with his father. But they eventually reconnected and formed a relationship. Miles, on the other hand, never knew his father. You know, he was a baby and never really got to know him. But Hurley points out the parallels between this, you know, Luke Skywalker and Anakin and Vader. They, they similarly, Luke never got to know his father. And had they just communicated, things would have been way better for the two of them. You know, Luke wouldn't have lost his hand. Yep. Uh, no second Death Star, no Ewoks, probably a lot less bloodshed. It would have just been better all around had they just communicated better. So Miles walks up to see Dr. Chang in the window, being a seemingly loving father, reading young Miles. A nice polar bear story. It makes Miles well up, but Dr. Chang gets a late work call and has to head out. So he'll need Miles' help to get some scientists that are from Ann Arbor. Miles hides his tears and he agrees to help. And when they go to the docks, Mr. Sal, mm. they see part of you know, your one of your favorite characters. Oh boy. Danielle Faraday. It's been a while. Ah. <sighs> That means we're getting a Dan episode next, doesn't it? It is titled The Variable. That does make sense. The Variable. <laughs> Which would be the opposite of the constant. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to. like telling you who's the next episode's what, but uh, it is titled The Variable. <laughs> so, yeah. That's I'll leave, I'll leave that there. I'll leave that I'll there. Looking forward to that one, I guess. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how you feel about it. In the in the meantime, though, Mister Sal, would hmm. you would you care to check the time? I sure would. 
Well, let's because go through the ten minutes. You know oh, why? Why? Because it's TV time. Yeah. Ain't no time like a TV time. Exciting. Riveting. It is. The highlight of my week. So is it? That sounds like there's concern in your voice there. <laughs> why, can't it, why can't it be by the highlight of my week? I, I mean, about I, it? I, I'm, I'm glad to be part of the highlight of your week, but man, that's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're, you're killing the highlight of my week. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's great. It's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mine oh. too. Mine too. Oh, highlight wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> kind of stealing my mojo with that one, but anyway. <laughs> I think the people gave this a five out of five. The people gave forty-one uh, percent of them gave it a five out of five. Oh, fifty-three no. percent gave it a four out of five. No, the people agree with you. Not even uh, I, you gave it a nine. I, yeah, gave I five. gave it a five out of five. But yes, the people are probably what? closer to me than you. Yes. No. Hmm? Maybe, maybe I've got to rebuild yeah. this episode. Hmm? Everyone else is telling me I'm wrong. <laughs> it's not everyone else it's 51 for 41 percent uh no it's 53 percent compared to your 41 percent it's like it's deafening okay it's deafening well as as far as the characters go i am guessing that you said miles is your favorite character. i'm guessing you and the people said miles okay people said miles 82 percent of the people said miles it's a big okay. one uh 12 percent of the people said my favorite character hurley no really you said hurley i said hurley come on change it to miles uh i will not okay that's what the shot i did say miles (laughs) yes yes Uh, it's always why why miles was picked why'd you pick hurley I I really do love the the uh Luke the Hoth Vader analogy. I think it's so good, uh, and I don't think I think if you take Curly out of this episode, this I mean this would have been a miserable episode for me. It, it, oh yeah, it would have been way worse. <laughs> Curly, that's yeah. it's true. It, Curly yeah. does make it a lot better. Yeah, yeah, he, he's what he's what instigates dialogue and causes some things. And yeah, no, it's he de- he definitely adds to it. I I needed Curly in this episode. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Yeah. So well, fair enough then. Well, uh, I I guess that's uh, if for the episode, Michelle. Is there anything you want to say in particular with regards to this episode? Or well, I, I it's interesting thinking about some of these concepts that they kind of hint at here or imply, but they don't really go into. I hope they do at some point go into them. Like you know, Miles was there with Charlotte. You know that. Uh, so there's that piece of it. Uh, the the concept of you know what happened to Miles and his mother how did they get off the island before the genocide uh, so there's that part of it there's the idea that there was there was this I mean I don't know how far we are from the genocide I guess we're pretty far but we, we yeah he looks pretty young yeah but we do know that none of our survivors are there for it so. How do, how do how do we get how there? How do we know they're not there for it? We know they don't die. To, well, actually, they could die to it. Actually, because remember, their future uh, selves could die in. The, God, they could die to the the purge. They're not immune, Mister Sal. Remember, Miles has said that. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> you, don't, you don't like the fact that they're not immune. Or you don't like the fact they could die in the purge. I don't like the fact that they could die in the purge. 
Oh well, maybe they don't die in the purge. You know, I'm just saying that, you know. Hmm. Interesting. Well, well anyway, I the, I, I'm also I, I'm I'm interested because I, I know next episode is a Dan episode, but whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa! How did you know that? <laughs> Several reasons. <laughs> so it is titled uh, the variable. The variable. Yes. <laughs> so uh, the variable. Anyway. Uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> so I know that's going to happen, but I, I I am hoping that we do get to check in with Locke and Ben and Son and see what's going on with them. But but I'm not feeling very confident that we will. No, fair, fair. Well, I guess the only time is going to tell us next week's episode. Mm. We're we're nearing the end of the season. We've got three more episodes for us to cover, now, including a double. Including a double, yeah. the finales yeah. will be a double, but three more of our podcast episodes. So mm-hmm. we're, we're rapidly nearing uh, the end of the season, and then we're on to season six, and then that's the end of Lost. So that, I mean, that's exciting. Started Lost at the beginning of the podcast. Well, anyway, one step at a time, one step at a time. But thank you, listeners, for listening to the podcast. Uh, we appreciate it. Ratings are always welcome. Five stars, subscriptions, uh, and sharing it. So thank you very much. If you want to contact us, showoperspodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to listen to some of our other series, we have series such as Dexter New Blood. I would recommend that you've already seen Dexter, but you could probably watch it without having seen Dexter. I don't um, know why you'd want to, honestly. Yeah, I don't know why you'd want to, but eh, it, it's pretty good. Only Murders in the Building, that's a good one. Comical, yeah, good yeah one. also. Good universe, good story. Very good. Russian Doll, season one of Russian Doll, we've covered. Would recommend that you view that. So, Thank you. Hold on now. Let's not forget that we are this week covering the finale of The White Lotus Season 2. Of course. How could I have forgotten? The finale (laughs) of The White Lotus Season 2. I I imagine that we have thoughts about the previous six episodes. Do we? Do we? I'm sure we do. (laughs) So watch that series and listen to our coverage. Please do. Please do. And Roger's in it. Oh, yeah. Rogers is in it. Yeah. I don't know if he's in this episode, but he's in it. (laughs) So thank you very much for watching. Um, We'll be back next week with season five, episode 14, The Variable. Oh, The Variable. Shoe hammer some show hoppers into your day.